Holly Knoll, host of the Everyday Entrepreneur Podcast. If you've always wanted to start a business and don't know where or how to start, you've come to the right place. After leaving an unfulfilling corporate career, I decided it was time to start a business of my own. Today, I'm a business coach and creator of The Consultant Code, where I help people start services-based businesses in 60 days or less. So grab your latte because you're about to be inspired, armed with knowledge, and given simple tools to start a business of your own from my interviews with Everyday Entrepreneurs. Hey friend, welcome back to the Everyday Entrepreneur Podcast. I am thrilled that you decided to join me here today. I have a very special guest, Ophelia Ponce. I met Ophelia a couple of months ago and I was very intrigued by her personal story and her journey as a business owner. So you will definitely learn more about Ophelia and her journey in the interview. But first, let me just tell you a little bit about her. So Ophelia was born and raised in Tegucigalpa, Honduras. And after graduating high school, Ophelia went to college in Pittsburgh. She returned to Honduras to work for the Ministry of Foreign Affairs while going to law school. And then after eight years of living and working in Honduras, she came to Minnesota to pursue a master's of law and she stayed for love. I also have had the pleasure of meeting Inti, Ophelia's husband, and together their story just, it just makes sense. And in, um, Ophelia will tell you more about it, but I really love this part of our interview. But back in 2022, after 17 months of a ton of behind the scenes work to get her business up and running and off the ground, Ophelia and her husband opened Abogados Cafe, which is the first Latina owned coffee shop in the Twin Cities. And it also has a very cool theme, which Ophelia will get to in the interview. And as a side note, I don't know about you, but I sure wanted to rush over to her coffee shop, have a cup of one of her amazing coffees and sit there and like work on my business. I just felt so inspired after our talk. I felt so excited about my own personal journey. Ophelia just has that effect on, had had that effect on me. And I hope she has the same effect on you as you think about your business journey and where you're going to take your business idea or your business as a next step. So sit back, relax, maybe grab a cup of your own coffee or tea. And I hope you enjoy this interview today with Ophelia Ponce. Welcome, Ophelia, to the Everyday Entrepreneur Podcast. I am thrilled to have you here today to talk all about your coffee shop and how you got started and life as a business owner. Thank you for being here. Well, gracias, Holly. Gracias. Uh, uh, buenas tardes. Uh, buenas yeah. tardes. Uh, Ophelia Ponce. Uh, and we're super excited to be here. Uh, my husband and I founded Abogados Cafe in the Como Park area. And I'm excited, you know, to be here and tell other women what I, you know, work for me and the things that we're doing. So, muchas gracias. Thank you. De nada. De nada. And I promise for the listeners out there, we will not conduct this entire podcast in Spanish because I would fail miserably and it would... It would probably be more of a comedy show than it would be a, a interesting podcast. But I did speak with Ophelia a little bit in Spanish when we first met. And, you know, I you were really this, good. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I had a couple of glasses of wine in me and I but you were very patient with me and I always love the chance to practice. So let's start out by talking about Avogados, Avogados Cafe and what got you started. And first of all, what does Avogados mean in Spanish for those who don't know? Yeah, so abogados means lawyers in Spanish, 
both my husband and I are native from Tegucigalpa, Honduras, and we're both lawyers there. And we wanted a name and just the whole concept, which we'll talk more about Abogados Café. We wanted something that spoke to who we are and our heritage, our backgrounds and in Honduras. So, yeah, so that's why we chose Abogados. We started as an online shop. And we opened a brick and mortar shop, uh, you know, four months after we we launched our online. We're located in the Como Park in St. Paul in Minnesota. And yeah, we offered specialty Latin American coffee. So coffees from Mexico, Colombia, Honduras, and Peru. Okay. So how did you, so I, I'm just like, you're, you're both lawyers, you're both from Honduras, you have a coffee shop. Can you start at the beginning? How did you meet your husband and business partner? How did you guys journey into being lawyers? How did you come to the U.S. and then start this coffee shop? There's just so much in that story alone. I mean, I would love to hear like, yeah, how did you guys meet? And and how did, did everything come about? In yeah. So we actually met in French lessons. We like to tell to people that we learned how to... Everybody's like, oh, so did you learn French? And we're like, oh, we learned how to French kiss. But not, <laughs> not French, really. So in Honduras, our parents enrolled us in the Alliance Française. In, and we were there. I was 13. He was 15. So we dated. We broke off. You know, sh- then he went to college. I stayed in Honduras. Then I went to college. And, and then he went back to Honduras. So I went to college in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And then we just like dated just long distance while I was in college. Then I moved back to Honduras and we both went to law school. You know, he graduated and then worked and lived in Honduras. And then I graduated as well, law school there and then worked and lived there. And then life brought us back to the U.S., different periods of our lives. Uh, And then he came back first, went to law school here at Mitchell Hamlin. And then my, both of my sisters went to college here in Minnesota and I was like, I want to go back to school, you know, in law related. So applied to Mitchell Hamlin and different law schools here and came here and he was here. We reconnected. And then it was the third time for us, you know, like, hey, should we date or not? So we decided, hey, we're going to go from friends to spouse. So we got married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got married at the women's club here and um, we, you know, been married almost six years now, and it's been, it's, it's been a great, you know, I think the best partnership we've created, we're not only um, spouses, but we're also business partners. And it's, it's thrilling. It's definitely, definitely a thriller. Like it's a roller coaster. And then I think Abogados, Shot Abogados, how did that start it? So we purchased a building. To have our office space, like our law office, it is a full-time attorney. Uh, so we worked together for three years. We worked together, and and we we actually rented two of the spaces. And then our tenants are grew their space, and then the pandemic happened, and our coffee shop closed. And it was like 15 minutes away, and the Como Park area where we are located has been a desert, like no mm-hmm. coffee shop for like two days. So in order to start that we needed to rezone. And as part of the rezoning process, we had to like go to every neighbor store and ask them for their signature. And everybody was like, hey, a coffee shop would be nice. 
were like, are they like reading our minds or, or at least me? I was like, cause I, I always wanted to own hospitality business. Hospitality is my love language. So I was like, hmm. And um, at that time, we also, I bought a Breville Barista just to make our own coffee uh, every, every day here. And T actually, and T is my husband and he's super sensitive to caffeine. So, but he would drink coffee just to like, you know, cause I was making my coffee all, all, you know, every day. So he wanted to drink something. So he started on a journey of like the best decaf. Hmm. Um, yeah. So that's, you know, after we said, Hey, after we got all the signatures, we're like, why don't we open a coffee shop? It wouldn't. Oh, wait. So you were going around the neighborhood, just asking for signatures because you wanted somebody to open a coffee shop and it, you weren't necessarily going for yourselves or or were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, we wanted not a coffee shop, but we wanted to have more options of tenants. You know, okay. a lot of people were just working from home at the time. Uh, we only had a space for office. So, okay. yep. so we wanted, you know, have like a yoga studio, somebody, you know, like yeah. more options. And in order to have any other things, we needed to rezone. So, so, and, the neighbors were like, a coffee shop would be nice. I always dreamt at a coffee shop. I, I'm never going to forget this girl that said, you know, ever since I moved here, I dreamt that there was a coffee shop there. And I'm like, and then just like that, just like, I was like, why don't I do it? Like, this is not too crazy. We can do it. No está loco esto. I love coffee. We come from a country that grows coffee. So why not? So yeah. So, you know, we started the process of like, permits, building, rezoning, applications, design, construction, inspections. And 17 months later, we opened OLS Cafe. Wow. I love that pivotal moment. Why don't I do this? You know, you guys saw a need, you had the space, you were looking for a tenant of some sort to bring to the neighborhood to add some more vibrancy, it sounds like. And then it dawned on you, like, why don't I do this? And I just love that. Like you created what you wish you had had in that neighborhood. And and I feel like that's the story of a lot of very, very successful entrepreneurs. Like they cr- go ahead and create what they wish existed. So and you, oh, yeah. No, sorry, but, and that's totally true. You know, I, I, I often think if, you know, I want a, a coffee and I think I want to go to a Wallace Cafe. You know, I want to be <laughs> yeah. a customer at it. Yeah. And, and you're, you're, I think, you know, what you said is just right. Yeah. You created what I thought, Hey, this place needs this, you know, and the community has been nothing but supportive. Uh, I am very grateful for the Park neighbors. That's wonderful. So backing up. Okay. So 17 months later, you open your doors. What were you feeling that first morning when you opened up? Like, what was that like? So much heart and soul and blood and tears, I'm sure, went into just that very day. What was it like, like opening for the very first time? So Holly, I am a hardcore introvert. Uh, my husband says that I'm a social introvert, but I am an introvert. So that first day, just like having so many people at the door and, you know, I I just didn't know. Like, I just wanted to go to the bathroom and like, you know, yeah, fine. please, yeah, it's fine. And <laughs> tell everybody, like, how can you tell people to enjoy, you know? I just honestly wanted to serve them. Um, but don't, you know, I didn't want to be the owner. 
I didn't want to be like interviewed. I didn't want to be, I just wanted to serve people and talk to them about, you know, just be like incognito and serve them, you know, make them the best coffee they could, you know, I could make. But yeah, so my, I think that specific day, just being an introvert, it's, you know, it was the first time, it's my first time as a business owner. So it's, mm. and then just that day, just like the amount of people, it just reminded me of how introvert I am. And since that day, it's been a year plus now in trying to work and, you know, getting comfortable, just being a business owner and having to be out there because that's what you're doing. And then also, you know, not getting like anxiety and when just when, you know, to go and hide. Mm-hmm. I, I can imagine that must have been very overwhelming and, and like overwhelming. Like I'm, I'm, I think I'm more on the extroverted side. A lot of people are like, oh, you're totally extrovert. Anyway, I, I can see myself having tendencies of both. And I hate being the center of attention and in the spotlight. And it's very uncomfortable for me. And so I can imagine like the first day of opening up like this baby you've worked on forever. And it's like, it's such a vulnerable moment. Like here is here, like hospitality is your love language. And it's your way of like, you know, showing love and and bringing your service to a community and like just having it there for everyone to see and like love or not love. Like that's gotta, that, that to me sounds very like almost surreal, but like very scary too. So like how, what did you tell yourself in that moment or the moments leading up to it? And even, even the moments now when you want to go hide, like how for those introverts out there. And I know that we, I have many listeners in my audience who want to start something, but they just talk themselves out of it for the very reasons you said, like, how did you work through that? And how do you continue to work through it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that first day I remember being in Heidi in the bathroom and I'm just telling myself, Ophelia, you know, just stay true to yourself, stay true to yourself, stay true to yourself. And I just kept repeating these words, you know, and, and actually that's what I do when I go out and like, you know, networking events and I'm like 300 people now. And now that we're back in the network and that's just a truth, you know, to myself. And if people appreciate and want to, you know, explore what we're doing, want to come in and have a cup of coffee, then if they like what we are offering them, which is we believe something very different, even the atmosphere of the coffee shop so different, our drinks are so different, then I think they're you know, if they appreciate that, then uh, that's that's great. And if they don't, that's, you know, everybody has their own thing. So I just wanted to stay true. And I keep telling that to myself because that helps me just be grounded, you know, and this is who I am. And I'm, you know, opening the doors. It's the coffee shop to me is opening the doors of my home. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, we are radicals about hospitality. Uh, we really want you to have a good experience. And that's because who, that's who we are, you know, and staying true to who we are. It's what I believe that make us unique. And yes, and that's that's what I keep telling myself, you know, and, and that also helps me just uh you know, go out there and meet the people that are going to be a right fit 
So yeah, yeah, that's your like that's your edge is it being who you are. I listened to a talk the other day and of a woman and a man who founded a, a fashion company, and they said the same thing. You know, don't be obsessed with like your quote unquote competition. You have to stay true to who you are and what your vision is and what you're setting out to do because there's only one you in this entire mm. world of billions of people and not everyone's going to be for you as a business owner but if you are true to yourself you will find your true fans and you'll know that's a genuine connection yeah yeah it's that's that's so right yeah yeah, yeah. i mean there are many coffee shops out there why would you want to come yeah. to all of us cafe you know there's so many options there's so many coffee uh, brands out there. Why will you buy a Lorelos Cafe? So it's, you know, our story. It's, you know, where we are telling people, we're opening people, our lives to people, right? You know, this is who we are. If you come to the coffee shop, we're there most of the time. So yeah, so it's like we're opening our home. So we're telling you we have to stay true to who we are. So, and when you, that makes me comfortable staying Hey, this is, you know, it, sometimes I welcome people with like, bueno dias. And one day I was like, oh, good morning. And this customer was like, Ophelia, but you always say buenos dias. And I thought, wow, he know, like he really, truly noticed that I did not say good morning. It was like, buenos dias. So, and it's a, you know, this is who I am. You know, yeah. I say buenos dias because that's yeah. how I grew up with buenos dias, not a good morning. My parents don't speak English. So it's just a safe space. And it's, 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 you know, it's been wonderful and beautiful. Well, so one unique fact about your coffee shop, about Abogados Cafe, is that it's the first Latina owned coffee shop in the Twin Cities. And tell us about that you guys even have a spot on the news. The news came and reported on you, the local news here. That's just, it, part of me is like, what do you mean? That, like you're the first now in 2022? It, it, when you opened, was it 2022, 17 months ago? Yes. Or 20, 20 yeah. yeah. Like that, that surprises me. But then also I'm like, well, thank goodness. And, and what an accomplishment and congratulations. So can you talk just a little bit about what that means to you, what that means to the other Latinas out there, the Hispanic community, the broader Hispanic community here in the Twin Cities? And just in honor of Hispanic Heritage Month, can you tell us just a little bit about how that all comes together, what that means for you? Yeah, you know what? When we learned that it was the first Latina owned in the Twin Cities, we were surprised. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, because, hey, where does coffee come from? Africa and Latin America. So Africa birthed coffee, right? And Italy refined it. And Latin America just made it seen. So if you ask people, hey, where do you want, like your coffee? Oh, Costa Rica, Guatemala. My... So so we thought, wow. But yes, it is the first Latino-owned coffee shop in the Twin Cities. Yeah. And I am extremely grateful to God for opening the doors. I think that this is... You know, it's been an amazing ride and I am extremely also thankful to the Como Park neighbors who have trust what we, you know, what we're doing. And yeah, the, you know, this caught the news and we've, you know, been on the different newspapers and the yeah. media. And I think that sometimes Latinos, you know, are 
sometimes seen as only being able to like cook or, you know, they're never in the front of, you know, serving or they're always like dishwashing or they're in, hey, here are two Latinos uh, that want to serve you the best cup of coffee and that have, we, we went to lots of training. Uh, before this yeah. it was you know those 17 months that I talked about it was like how to make a you know how to make foam in a latte how do there's lots of you know things you know about specialty coffee that you have to learn so it was it was a lot of training before this and so and we wanted to deliver a good product we wanted to carefully craft it what we were doing we were not gonna put something out there that we ourselves we were not going to you know, consume. So I think that it's, it's, I love when Latinos come to a coffee shop and they, this is so beautiful. This is so beautiful. And I hope they are inspired. I hope they're inspired that uh, they can, can also do something, you know, like that. They don't need to, you know, do the jobs that people believe that, you know, Latinos do. And, and on that journey, you know, when you came in our space and we were, I was telling the idea to different people, different people in the neighborhood, or some people were like, I don't know if she's going to be able to make that. And when we opened after now, that same person came to me and it's like, Ophelia, exactly what you told me when we went on a tour, you know, and this was carpet and there was, it was just an office space you created. And and I thought I didn't never, you know, brought up that conversation. I think that that person realized when, you know, we were giving the tour and I was just dreaming about what would happen. It's like, oh, this Latina, I don't know. So, so, you know, by, by example, not even words, I think we are doing something different. And I hope that, you know, we're inspiring at least one person. We are inspiring oh, someone. Check, check. You've inspired me. I, you know, when I first met you, and I haven't told the the audience where we first met, but we met back in May. We're recording now in the last uh, second to last day of September, and we met uh, through a mutual friend on on a boat. And and I just remember you guys sat down, and our friend had said, "Oh, you're gonna love Indian Ophelia. They're awesome. They're business people and lawyers, and they own a coffee shop in St. Paul." And I was like, "What? This is very cool. I, I want to hear all about this." And I remember just enjoying just hearing you guys' story. And now I remember that we did talk about how you met, and just the fact that you guys have known each other since you know such a long young age, and you've been able to create all of this through so many years and have been able to grow together and individually. And it's an amazing story. Going back to kind of naysayers and, you know, the person who was skeptical about whether or not you would succeed. How do you, how do you keep going? And how do you keep, because there's always naysayers when we start a business or do something new or do something different. There's always going to be the the people that think you're not going to make it, whether they say it or don't. What keeps you going and what keeps you determined to succeed? Yeah, that's actually a great question because there is not only one. <laughs> um, oh, if yeah. I could include, I include that, you know, the, I went to so many banks as well, you know, to start to get a loan to like redo uh, yeah. an office space. But, and I, I remember, you know, too particularly, they were like, why do you think this, your coffee shop is going to be so unique? And I, you know, I explained to them and, 
you know, I couldn't convince them now. I think now, you know, if they, if they saw like the media and the things that I, you know, are out there, they would be like, oh, I think they, they think, oh, sh- we should have given her, you know, that loan or anyway. Yeah. They're kicking uh, themselves. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I, that's, that's a, that's a great question. And it's, to me, it was like for every person that said no, it was like, I am going to knock another two doors. For every no, I was like, I am not going to stop. Like, no was like the fuel. Like when, you know, when the bank, I remember this bank guy was like, but hospitality is not making money. It's like the, you know, the pandemic and like people are not back. And and it was just like, you're not going to, this is not going to work. Coffee shops don't work. And for every no, I was like, this is we have to keep I pushing pushing then I the no's were the fuel for mm-hmm. my like I believe in this and that's where you have to stay true to who you are because the business you know life uh style of living it's a roller coaster it's an up mm-hmm. and down and you have to be comfortable with the uncomfortable and when I say that I truly mean it I I mean, there's going to be some times that you're going to be like, what am I doing? You know, why is this not working? And, you know, some great ideas that you're going to think I should put those out there and they are just not, you know, customers don't respond to them. And for you, they're the best, best idea. And that's where, you, you know, you calibrate yourself and you come back to like, what is that am I doing? Why am I doing this? Because I think that if you unfall in love if that's you know like with your purpose of like the original why you're doing this then you there's just no way that you can push through like yeah. the other things that are gonna come your way yeah what is your why i want to serve i i was that's my calling it's my purpose i want to serve and i just want to you know people enjoy you know why I'm serving, but mainly I want to serve. I'm here to serve. I love that. How how do you infuse your culture and heritage from Honduras into your coffee shop? You know, how do you infuse it through the beans you offer and and the atmosphere and and how does all of that come together? Yeah. So, you know, we wanted to recreate a small town in Latin America. We bought most of Latin America was conquered by its state. That's why we speak Spanish, except for Brazil, right? Portuguese. And so this, when the Spaniards came, they built these towns that if you go to Cartagena or eh, Antigua, Guatemala, they're just the same. They have the same features. So arches, planters, cobblestone um, sidewalks. Or, so we wanted to recreate that. We wanted something that spoke to Latin America. Uh, and um, so we chose Talavera Tile. So every detail of our coffee shop, it's like very well thought out. Uh, we chose Talavera Tile, which is a Mexican uh, style that depicts flowers and just nature. Um, and then we painted Antigua Guatemala, which is a very iconic place in, uh, in Guatemala. Uh, and it's just the arches uh, and the cobblestone roads. Uh, we have planters. We have like bay windows 
that give the sense of like a larger space. So every detail of the coffee shop, it's very well thought out. I think people people truly enjoy that. You know, you feel that you are not in St. Paul, Minnesota. If when you're in the coffee shop, it feels like you've been transported to somewhere else in Latin America. Ugh, right there. I want to be transported to your coffee shop right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I need I I need to come and I I meant to come before we did this interview. And I I have not made it over and I I can't wait to come. Now that I know all of this background and and you, it's it's gonna make it I can't wait to see what you've done. Oh, thank um, you. Thank you. Thank you. And I think I didn't answer it with the coffees. So, yes. you know, with coffees, you know, coffees, we only focus on specialty Latin American coffee. So all coffees, oral coffees are women producers. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And then uh, single origin, you know, born and raised in Honduras. Uh, I've gotten to know our two of our women producers in Honduras. And then, so that's direct trade. And then fair trade, you know, we wanted to stay true to our Latin American, you know, people. That's where we're from. You know, that's where yes. my parents live right now. Yeah. So we wanted to make sure that we're paying people. What? Well, it's it's very hard. The coffee chain, it's so easy. Like, mm. but we found a good, you know, we found good people that we're working with. Our importer is actually from Honduras and he's he's really fighting to do something different. And we are with him. We are in the same boat. Mm. So, so that that makes the that makes the, a whole you know different story for us. Mm-hmm. You said something interesting. Just you know, women producers. I take it that's not common in the in the coffee industry, and and just women overall in the coffee industry. What is it like to be a woman in the coffee industry, both on? you know, where you are on the retail side and, and owning the business and serving customers directly all the way down to the growers and the producers, like where are women present or not present and and should be more present? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's, that's a a very profound question. And I think I want to tell you a story when I met uh, and Isen, which are two sisters, and they are the women producers behind are really, really, really coveted Honduras roast right now that we have right now and that we had not the past season, but the season before. And they, this is the first time with the, the last crop that they make actually a profit out of there. And they were telling me that, you know, their dad has been in coffee for 20 plus years. And he's always had a loss, always had a loss. And one day they were like, hey, dad, I really, really want to make something different. So he said to them, okay, girls, I'll give you the land and go play. Wow. And little did he know that they were so carefully planting, so carefully, you know, separating each bean, so so detailing what they were doing that they were gonna they were gonna produce such a high quality coffee that they were gonna make profit. And now we're actually they're actually opening a little coffee shop in Honduras. Oh. So, but it's like two women, you know, that his dad's been in the coffee industry for so long. Not even the the dad was like, okay, go play, go play. Mm-hmm. So 
they, you know, they were not taken serious. So when we were together, we were tasting coffees and, you know, as women talking about like, so how, how do you, you know, I am like promoting your coffee. They couldn't believe that another, that some, you know, another woman was promoting their coffee out there and was like going like, I am so proud of, uh, of them. I told them you are, you know, Shakira, I told them you, to me, meeting them was like meeting yeah. Shakira. Cause I talked to them, you know, I talk about them every single day huh? Uh, and I am so proud of what they have done. So hearing their story from them was like just an eye opener. And then, you know, cause when I wanted to start at the coffee shop and went, you know, to roasters, you know, see who's going to roast the coffee, like, you know, who, who aligns with the values that I am looking for. Mm-hmm. I was, I never met a women roaster. So, so it was just, you know, men out there. I, and, and then just, I think that we, when women, when we get together and we, we are powerful, yes. we truly are. And we undervalue that power that we have. And I, and I saw, I saw it in them, you know, they just, they, they believed in what they were doing. Nobody else did, but they did. And they just were like, we're going to do this because, and they, I think they kept telling themselves, stay true to yourself, stay true to yourself. So, yeah, I was going to say, I bet there are some very common threads between you and them that as business owners, as women, as women, intentional women business owners that you have in common with them. Yeah. Like staying true to them, to themselves, like doing, you know, like picking the beans by hand, doing what, what they felt was necessary to make the business unique and, and a reflection of who they are as people. I mean, I, I see a lot of that story and your stories, a lot of similarities. And I think, you're right. I, I agree with you. When women come together, amazing things can be achieved. Mm-hmm. And and not that, you know, we can't work with men at all, but I truly enjoy seeing what comes out of women creating things together. And look what you've been able to do with these two growers and then seeing their beans being like drank by people here in St. Paul, Minnesota. Like that's got to just that's just so full circle. And that's incredible. I, I mean, how does that feel as, as, as the incredible. Yeah. You, you made this happen. Yeah. Incredible. No, and to them too. I mean, you know, they were so detailed in crafting this coffee and they just could not, I mean, they could not put, uh, just like a face of who was drinking that coffee. And or who was promoting their coffee. And I mean, we follow each other now on Instagram and Facebook and, and, you know, and we actually created, they're opening a coffee shop and they've never opened a, yeah. a coffee shop before. So, and yeah, I have. So, Do you know like, anybody? Yes. <laughs> so I was like, hey, let's create a WhatsApp chat. And now we're like, yeah. you know, just mentoring. It just happened out of, conversations like yeah. hey where do I put my rinser or should I put my grinder to the left or to the right because the flow of your cup shop really matters but you know out of that and and that happened and I I feel very grateful and yeah because it's you know I 
it's the best of both worlds. You know, I am helping my native Honduras, just dear to my heart. And then I am here promoting something that I truly believe in and something that is very, very close, aligns very close to my values and, you know, to where I'm from too. So, yeah. Yeah. And you, and you are supporting women and, and paying it forward in, in just such an organic way. Can you tell us about, I'm guessing in this journey, you've learned a lesson or two <laughs> and or maybe hit 10 or 10,000. What are some of the most valuable lessons you've learned as, as you've started this, this business and, and yeah, what have you learned and taken away? Yeah. Yeah. I think it, rest is in the hustle. That's one of the things that I, you know, as Latina, you know, born and raised and we, we work, but we don't live to work. Uh, and here it's in the U.S., it's the hustle, the hustle, the hustle, the hustle. And glorified. Yeah. It's the busy, the busier you are, the, 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 the better you are, the better job you're doing. If you're busy, you're, you're doing it right. And I think that's a very big misconception. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think living here, you get wrapped up in that. Yep. And people start to ask you, so what's your next step? And then what you're, and you just get like, okay, so maybe I should look into, you know, opening a second location. But if I want to open a second location, I need to like save up to like save the real estate because you're paying rent. Like, how is that? Like, so you start like, just building up, building up, building up, and 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 then going back to like stay true to who I am. And then you you know business owners here that are in the same industry, in like the hospitality industry, and you see they don't have a life. You know, like it's yeah. like if the employees don't show up, they go, and like it's like and it, and it is hard. It is hard. You know, the restaurant industry and it, just working with you know, bare bones of like staff. And, but I think that if you don't stop, then you can't continue. Mm-hmm. So, so that to me has been, you know, and that on, to be honest, in this, you know, year and plus that we've been doing this, that's, it's been hard. You know, I only probably three weeks ago decided like, you know, I come from a different culture. I come from a different background. I, I, I need my time too. I need, you know, time for me, time for, for, to do other things that refuel me. So, so yeah. So, and I, I kept, I keep telling that to myself, rest is in the hustle. So, you know, rest is okay. It's not, nothing to be ashamed. Uh, and then I can give everybody the best version of who I am and mm-hmm. also co- continue to be creative you know, and yeah. offer things and like be out there. And then going back to like that is some ideas. I think those are the two main things. So the second would be that, you know, stay true to what you, the path that you're going. So I thought, hey, we have a little mercadito. Mercadito means grocery, like mini grocery. And we feature only Hispanic products so other latinos that live in the u.s that created their own brand like we have with our coffee mm-hmm. uh so we have alfajores which are originally oh, from argentina. argentina yeah orejitas 
We have uh, chocolate mexicano, different, you know, different, you know, really, really gourmet products. Uh, and then I thought, hey, we should also have like a shelf for like Minnesota made products. Only nothing sold. Like, <laughs> Andy and I have to buy everything. Because people oh, I, come here. I, I'm sorry. I'm not laughing because it probably cost you a lot of money, but I'm laughing because I'm like, I am not excited about that shelf at all. I'm way more excited about the Alpha Juarez. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, and that was just a lesson, you know, to me. Like, it was, I thought it was a great idea. It was a, mm. but when people come into our shop, they are not looking for anything that other stores have. Mm. So, so that's, that's, I think those are the two things. So rest is part of the hustle and, you know, staying true to who I am in all aspects. Yeah. So, but you know, good for you for trying an idea though. And like, that's what we have to do as business owners. We have to test, 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 right? Like, you know, why not test an idea? You know, you probably weighed the cost benefit and made, it was probably a very educated decision, but how would you ever know? It could have been the hottest shelf in the coffee shop for all you knew, like you did a test. And I think that's the beauty of being a small business owner is you can quickly just not, not do it anymore. You can pivot away versus like a Starbucks. Their tests are, you know, obviously much more complicated given the, the sheer size of <laughs> of of the business. And so you have a, a perfect breeding ground to test new ideas and and to try new things. And is there anything that you're you're well, I'll I'll get to that question. But I also wanted to just touch on the rest piece one more time. And you said something about, you know, you need rest to be creative. And I, I completely agree. And no great ideas come from someone who's burned out, from someone who's exhausted, someone who's trying to do it all. And being a small, very small business owner, how do you decide what to delegate, what to take on yourself? How do you, and how do you prioritize what's most important? Yeah, no, that's, that's a great question. I think, you know, training, it's very important. So training and also, uh, so, you know, right now, actually we're hiring. So oh, uh, we're in that, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in that, we're in that process. But I think, you know, when we, when we, higher when we 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 ask very our questions are you know we want to know that the people that we're hiring are happy to be in a space that it's not it's not the usual coffee shop you know it's not the usual so training has been very very important to us because uh, giving the good basis to our employees and you know telling them about the story and Mm -hmm. and and then People that are really committed to that story and that enjoy what we're doing, you know, it it's just it's there. It's, you know, we tell them like the bar is yours. Like it, I am not the bar, and he's not the bar. The bar is yours. So the you know the drinks that you're making are are, are yours. So mm-hmm. and I think that that has been one of the you know most valuable things. We actually have one of one of our employees that has been with us since day one. So since mm-hmm. before opening, so since training day, and and I feel sometimes you know that he's he he has so he's so invested you know mm-hmm. in what we're doing, and he loves what we're doing, and and that's so happy to see. And I think that he he's like that because he sees what we're you know he sees us and. 
So I think that is that has been very important training and because delegating, you know, the first time that we are going to be open and then I was going to be away for uh, different reasons, either going to Honduras or I was like, oh, am I going to yeah. leave my baby? Like you mm-hmm. said, you know, my baby, I'm leaving my baby with like, the first I, yes, I can't do stranger. that. Yes. yes. And he was like, you have to calm down. Like, you, you, and I'm like, no, I can't. Like how is, you know, and I was just like tucking on the phone. Is everything okay? Do you need anything? And then I think the more comfortable you get. When you start a business, there's so many things that you don't know. You know, you're like in the water in this ocean with like, you don't know. But then, but then, you know, you start, I think like when you're a salesperson, you know, you're underwater, you start to know the sea, right? You you know, you know, where's our, where are rocks, where the waters are more like profound. So I, I feel like the sea, you know, this, you start, you don't know so many things, but then your second year, now we're in our second year and it's like, okay, last year, this was like this, this is a time that where we can leave, or this is a time where we can rest or you know, now is the time to get prepared for the holidays. Like right now I'm a holiday mode. And I I went to do my nails the other day and I, I was like, oh, so, so what are you have, you know, coming up for the holidays? And she looked at me and she said, and she's a business, she owns the salon. And she said, uh-huh. but it's September. <laughs> and, and I'm like, no, I mean, nope. it, no, it's in my head. Yeah, it is September, uh-huh. but in my head, Ophelia mode is like, oh, I'm already in November, you know, like yeah. in the Giston Art Expo. Oh, I don't know, but I'm I'm there, you know, mentally I'm there. So, but anyway, so answer your question, I think training and just conveying your story and, you know, the values to the people that are going to represent, that are going to be ambassadors of your brand. Yes, yes. Uh, of your baby. Yes. Of your baby. And, and like that could, you make the wrong decision and that could go wrong very quickly. And I'm sure that's, that's got to be very, you know, I guess interviewing and hiring people for, you know, a lot, many jobs, it's, it's nerve wracking. Like, am I making the right decision? They interviewed well and then they get on the job and it's like, well, that was a good interview, but they're, you know, not the right person for this for many other reasons. But I'm sure, I'm guessing you've learned along the way, like what to look for and what to spot and how, can they be the right ambassador that you're looking for that fits your brand and your company and your values. Um, I love what you said about make this your bar. This is your bar. Like that is so empowering for people. You know, it, it's almost like you're giving them free reign to be almost their like micro, you know, micro business owner within your shop. Like, it, that's very entrepreneurial to hand that privilege to your employees to say, this is your bar in our space, but like you get to make this your own. Like, how cool. And how has that been received? I think, you know, you know, he, he's been with us since day one. That's, so, yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, I, months. yeah, I think that, you know, we tell them we are here uh, if you need us, yeah. um, you know, the the recipes, everything's laid. We have a binder, everything's, you know, yeah. for health codes and everything. But ultimately, this is whoever's shift is, is, is they are there, right? So mm. if the drinks are not, you know, something was missing, it was, it's not Inti's fault. It's not mine. <laughs> like, we were not even there. That's their, yeah. that's their bar. Um, yeah. So... Yeah. And I think that they appreciate, they appreciate the, just the liberty and like the mm-hmm. freedom and trust. 
Yeah. I think that would be very important, the trust that we've, we've given and that we give. We we trust people. And and I mean, we're thankful for them. I am thankful for for you know, for the work they do and how, you know, happy. Because I can see that they're happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that says a lot about you as, as their boss. As no, as it does. It really does. Definitely. We all go places where you can tell people are not happy. And often that's the, you know, due in part to the leadership. And that says a lot about you guys and and you personally for instilling that type of culture in your business. So what's next for the coffee shop? Like what's next for Abogados is what are you thinking about for the holiday season? And what's your overall vision of the future for, for your business? Yeah. Um, so, right. I mean, we have, you know, we have conversations of different things. Uh, but right now we want to keep serving customers. We want to keep being radical about hospitality. And when we say radical about hospitality, we bust, you know, people, we bring them their coffee to their table. Really? Uh, yeah. We don't let them, you know, there's no like a tray where you put, you know, we, and that's Latin American style. Like if you go to my mom's house, she's not going to let you even get a glass of water. Even if you have 20, you know, she will get up, get the glass of water, bring it to you. And it's just how it is. So so we want to continue to do that, continue to do that the best way that we can. Uh, continue to offer drinks that are, you know, different and that have, are, you know, a little bit of Latin American signature. For example, we have Fearless Latte, which has cayenne. Oh, yeah. And it's okay. Actually, you know what? I didn't want to have that in our menu because I was like, Minnesota, they, they're not going to like cayenne. I mean, we, Honduras <laughs> is a grower of pepper, right? And uh-huh. it's like very, people eat it, right? A lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here, I don't, I don't think spicy. It's the most popular drink. What's in it exactly? Yeah. So it's cinnamon and cayenne. So it's a spicy yeah. and it's a latte. So we call our drinks lattes, not latte. So L-A-W-T-T-E, since we're a Latin coffee shop. Oh, oh I love it. Yes, so, a latte. Yes. yes. So now every time that I, I see the word latte, L-A-T-T-E, I'm like, I didn't spell it. <laughs> it's spelled wrong. It's, yeah, yeah. It yeah. has a W in it. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it's a latte. And yeah, so it's your preference of milk. And then mm-hmm. we have a, add a little spice to it. And it's been the most popular drink. And then we have rested saloquitur, which in the law, it means the thing speaks to itself. So it's a banana drink. You know, okay. Honduras is a huge banana exporter. So we we eat a lot, a lot of banana and we're known for that. So yeah. we wanted to have something like that. And it's also, and it has a little bit of... Uh, cinnamon in it too and yeah. then it's also a latte and then we have motion granted which is a sweet <laughs> coconut so you know it's really sweet to have your motion granted so we thought hey and then we're a tropical weather coconut it's something that's very tropical so mm-hmm. i think you know to answer your question i guess it's just continue to be creative right now we have our fall drinks which are to die. My favorite is the NDA. And oh, I, and what's what's in the NDA? I can't tell you. <gasps> it's a secret. Yeah, it's an NDA, non-disclosure. Oh, 
Of course. Wait, I'll, I'll sign the dotted line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And that's my favorite drink right now yes. of, of our fall okay. uh, NDA. So, okay. yeah, so. I love this. And I love the creativity and the play on words and how you've infused the legal jargon in with your coffee drinks. That's that's great. And I think it's, I I I want to try the NDA and the one with cayenne. Mm, yeah. I'll have, make, I'll have to make my way over there. Um, and I want to see the the market as well. Um, and I don't every every now I want to go plan a trip to Central America and and <laughs> thank you. I feel like I just went on a little vacation for the past hour. So this has been just a wonderful chat with you, Ophelia. And I appreciate your time. Where do you guys still do online sales for your coffee beans? Is there's we a lot of do. listeners? Where yes. can you find them? Yeah. So our website is Coffee in Law, like your mother-in-law, son-in-law. Okay. So we thought coffee's so close to us. It's like family. So coffee in law. And it's also law. So uh, so you know, from lawyers. So okay. coffeelaw.com. Coffee um mm-hmm. and then you can yeah, you can go directly to their website and just, you know, buy our coffees. Or obviously if you you know want a little theater tour of Latin America in the Twin Cities. Yeah, we're 1053 Dale Street North okay. in the Como Park neighborhood in St. Paul. Well, it sounds like well re- worth the trip, even if you don't live in St. Paul or if you're visiting Minneapolis or, you know, the Twin Cities area. It sounds like well worth worth it trip to make to make your way over. I know I certainly will be. And thank you for being here. Is there anything else? Where can we find you on Instagram if we want to follow? Oh, yeah. So Avogados Cafe. So... And Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. The LinkedIn, you know, we have a big, big following on LinkedIn for really? a coffee shop. Yeah, that's amazing. And then uh, Avogados Cafe MN, if you are on TikTok. Okay. Oh wow, you guys have ventured into the TikTok yeah, space. Maybe, yeah, maybe you yeah. can give me some lessons. And <laughs> I'm not there yet. I have an account, but it's yeah, I, it's a it's a slow slow adoption for me. But I could see where coffee shops and you could do some really fun videos on there. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Is there anything else that we didn't cover that you want to share with the audience or talk about before we close? Oh, I think, yeah, I, you know, I think we did a pretty good job, uh, <laughs> you know, talking about, but I, I just want to invite people to come, you know, to Avogados Cafe and, you know, get inspired. So if it, you are thinking, that, hey, I, you know, want to stop being an employee anymore. I've had this idea for so long. Mm -hmm. The best, you know, thing is to get inspired. And and you you can only find inspiration in, you know, things that have been created already. And so come get inspired, drink a cup of coffee, uh, you know, take a look at the details. And yeah, I would, you know, would love to meet you, say hi. If you see me, say hi. I I, I am an introvert, but you know, we'll you, you know, I love deep conversations. So if I am at the shop, please say hi. So and, and please, please go, everyone. And if and if you're there, say hi to Ophelia. And I definitely want to come. I I find so much like I love a good coffee shop and I love like a, a local mom and pop, you know one one coffee shop that's it single owner place because they're the they're usually so like creative and inspiring and there's one around the corner from my house that is is 
a single is owned by a woman as well. And it just feels good to spend my money where my values are mm-hmm. and to support local businesses. Mm-hmm. And also just being in the atmosphere of something that someone personally created is just there's something about it where I I do just feel different energy and I feel excited and inspired to journal or to do some of my deeper thinking when it comes to my business. And so, you know, to all of the individual coffee shop owners out there, thank you for for creating that space for people. And I can just imagine the ideas and things that come out of people when they leave your door. So you don't even know, you know, yeah. what people are walking away with. There's just, you know, that it's there's such there's a really good energy there. Yeah, no. And it's, you know, just going along that. So Como Zoo is very close. So it's become like a tour. So people come to Como Zoo and they're like, oh, you know, you have to see this coffee shop. So the neighbors take their friends to like Como Zoo or pick whoever is visiting. And then, oh, and then then they come to the coffee shop. And Mm -hmm. so it's like become like this place, you know, you have to see this coffee shop. And so gracias. Thank you. I'm really thankful for that. And Gracias, Holly, for, you know, having me and believing that our story is worth, you know, and just giving us a space uh, to tell everybody, you know, where we started and where we're now. Well, un placer es todo mío. Gracias, gracias, gracias. Yes. And we will see each other soon. It would be wonderful to have you back on the podcast at a later time. So we'll continue to stay in touch. And thank you for being here, Ophelia. Gracias. Muchas gracias. Are you curious if your business idea will actually work? Don't worry. I've got you. Your best business idea starts here at hollynoll.com slash free. Go to the link and download my free business action guide. In this guide, you'll map your skills and expertise to build a profitable business idea. You'll solidify an irresistible offer that turns contacts into clients. And you'll implement my step-by-step framework to quickly land your very first client. Thank you for joining me this week on the Everyday Entrepreneur Podcast. There are thousands of podcasts out there and you chose to be here with me. And for that, I am truly grateful to you. For more information on today's episode and this podcast, visit hollynoll.com slash podcast, where you can find links discussed in the shows and connect directly with my guests. Remember to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you'll never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you enjoyed today's show, share your rating on iTunes, or if you'd rather tell a friend about the show, that would mean the world. And remember, check out my free business action guide at hollynoll.com slash free, or for more business building tools, visit the consultant code on Instagram. Until next time, keep taking action to build your business.